Hey there, and happy Throwback Thursday. It's Katrina again from Team Emily, and I'm hoping that your week has been kind so far. Thank you again for joining in to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. Today, we have an amazing throwback episode where Emily speaks with Mindy Hubner about how to say no to hustle and yes to alignment. Emily and Mindy talk about how if we don't have our health, we truly don't have anything. And they speak about a simple recipe for a day of success. I love how they mention the importance of starting your day with gratitude. I always find that it grounds me and keeps me really aware of all the blessings in my life. And those blessings then turn into motivation to keep that great energy going. They also even talk about how getting outside with nature can help our day. I love the emphasis that as entrepreneurs, energy is your currency. If you're ready to say no to hashtag hustle culture, and start saying yes to alignment, then this episode is for you. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Emily Ahrens. I'm an entrepreneur and highly sought after energy healer with over two decades in practice. I'm a mixture of high vibe energy and cutting edge strategy with a little dash of unfiltered real talk, making this the one and only podcast that gives you a down-to-earth approach to business and spirituality. Tune in each week to get out of the stress of overworking so you can build a brand in alignment with your soul's purpose. If there's one thing I've learned the hard way, it's that you have to stop looking outside yourself for the answer and start looking within. We all have a unique path and it's time you start trusting in yourself. The truth is, you already have everything you need. You just need to learn how to access it. Now, let's dive in. It's time you experience business and soul alignment. Hey, listeners, welcome back. I have another special guest for you guys. As you know, I always bring on very high-quality people who share wonderful insights that are pretty, you know, parallel or totally in alignment with my own. Um, And my guest today, Mindy Hebner, is one of those people. Her beliefs and mine are fully in alignment as far as like no to the hustle, yes to alignment and flow. And today she's going to help you guys understand like more about that. We're going to dive deeper. And there's going to be some probably aha moments along the way. So you might want to listen to this one a couple times for sure. But before we get into this week's episode and talking about, you know, letting go of a hustle and letting go of all the things that are keeping us small in our business as well, um, I'm going to pass it over to you, Mindy. And I'd love for you to share with our listeners sort of like what got you here and tell them a little bit more what you do. So Mindy also is a life on purpose coach. So I should start off by saying that. Um, But tell people, how did you become a life on purpose coach. Oh, Emily, thank you so much for uh, sharing your amazing audience with me today. This is truly a privilege and a gift to be here with you. Uh, So thank you. First of all, I have always probably been a life on purpose coach. My whole adult life, I have been a mentor, a coach, a teacher. People have always been drawn to me to ask me. I I have learned to um, not love the phrase can I pick your brain? <laughs> because the more it. I, the, the longer I am um, in the coaching sphere, the more I know that means, <laughs> can I have some free coaching, coaching advice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> However, um, you know, that has been happening my whole life, the brain picking sort of thing, uh, people right. coming to me that way. So it was very natural for me just to go through a progression of getting certifications to really feel like I could give people a foundation. I'm a certified health coach. So I work on nutrition and movement and those types of things, which energy is our currency as female entrepreneurs. It is the number one key to growing our income and growing our impact. And we can't get around that. The old model and, and hustle gets a bad name. Like I'm a hustler. You're a hustler. It's just not a hustle that depletes us and turns us into crazy women, right? right. It's a hustle that's in alignment and flow. There's, mm-hmm. there's a different type of mm-hmm. that. I'm actually hearing, you know, do the hustle. I'd like, I'm hearing a great song in my head, like when we're jamming, you know, and flowing to our business. So working through that my whole adult life as well, I was in direct sales for 20 years. I led a huge team and um, trained nationally. So I've always been doing that, guiding people in that way. And just as I grew, I realized I wanted to do that and make a much greater impact and go one-on-one with people. So again, more certification, life coach, success coach. I'm a I'm an NLP practitioner, as well as a clinical certified clinical hypnotherapist. So I, I get to use so many modalities to help my clients just transform the way they use their energy, the way they create it, noticing the ways that it gets stolen from them and really making those habits of energy building purposeful. Mm. For listeners, so you work with female entrepreneurs specifically. And so and so do I. So this is where like I love to jam. And it's like we get so far in our business. And like we were talking before we hit record, which is we can get so far in our business hustling and working our ass off and like trying a million things and just like grinding it out. And that can get you so far. And it really does. It works. But then at what cost? And you start to notice you know, things kind of like fraying, the the edges start to fray and you can only do it for so long. It's not sustainable. And we don't want to build our business model on having to hustle and work so hard and deplete ourselves. It just doesn't make any sense. And it's crazy how many people really subscribe to that model that you have to just work your ass off, work all hours of the day, get up at three, you know, grind it out all day long. And I mean, I mean, a lot of people do have teams, but for some reason, they're still taking on the brunt of it. I think that's part of the problem. But in your practice, where are you seeing like the biggest gaps where successful women are like getting so far and then it's almost like they have to pump the brakes because something is going wrong or things aren't working or like, where do you see the disconnect? Where What what shows up for them like physically, mentally, whatever? Yeah, exactly. It shows up physically, mentally, and spiritually. <laughs> I, I, my, my tagline is, you know, I coach female entrepreneurs to grow their business or their income and grow their impact by prioritizing themselves, body, mind, and soul. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is even though it sounds cliche, they totally forget that their oxygen mask needs to go on first. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And, and when we keep pushing down the, the need, I mean, our body tells us over and over again, you need more rest you need more water. You need more hydration as you're the, the, here is the disconnect. Here's, here's where it falls down. Stress comes in 
and depletes our body, right? And what we focus on grows, Mm -hmm. as you know. And so when we're stressed out, we continue to focus on stress. Even though we're thinking to ourselves, I don't want to be stressed out. I don't want to be stressed out. We're focused on the stress. Mm -hmm. Overwhelm comes in because we're so depleted that we're unclear. We can't focus. We've got brain fog. Our productivity is in the toilet Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we... We have no high nutrient food feeding our brain or our body. Like we, we just forget that there's some super basics that get to happen. And, and, and so this is a huge piece as well. Shifting from, I have to do this and I have to do that to, I get to take care of my body so that my body will take care of me and take me through this beautiful journey of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. This beautiful journey of being a mother, mm-hmm. of living this life and having this impact. Um, if I don't have my health, I don't have anything, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going anywhere without my health. Mm-hmm. And energy and the energy that we need, it starts in our thoughts. We think a thought and it either gives us energy or it takes it away. It turns into a feeling and emotion in our body, gives us energy or takes it away, turns into a belief that gives us energy or takes it away, actions that give or take, and results that either give us energy or take it away. I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's simple math for us. Mm. And so are we thinking thoughts that give us energy or take them away? Well, how many negative thoughts are we thinking about ourselves all day long? Yeah. And that's just, steal- it's, we're just depleting. We're depleting. I, I, I know, I swear you said it in, a, in an episode, a podcast episode, like when we think about energy, you know, I wake up with like a hundred units of energy every yeah. day. Yeah. And, but if my brain, if I'm saying ugly things to myself, the moment I wake up or I start thinking about all the things that could go wrong, I'm just like emptying that energy mm. account immediately. And I haven't even started the day. I haven't even changed a diaper, fed a kid. <laughs> I haven't even done the, those things, much less gotten into my business to provide for my my soulmate client. Right. And I really feel like overwhelm and those kinds of thoughts are all habits. I mean, it's just that we're in the habit of waking up and thinking those thoughts. We're in the habit of not taking great care of ourselves. We're in the habit of hustling and working hard because we don't know any other way. And every single thing that we do for the most part every day is a habit, even though we don't think of it like, okay, well, smoking is a habit. Well, so is self-care. And you kind of mentioned it, which is like you go from I have to to I get to. And for me, I I have in the past struggled with creating like a regular regimented workout routine. And I know for me, when I'm like, I'll do it three times a week, I don't, I blow it off. And it's like Friday and I'm like, all right, still have three days. I can still do this. But if I just exercise every day a little bit, I'm good. Like I can do it every single day and move my body every single day. And then some days I'll do a little bit extra and it's like, oh, good. I did extra that day. But if I try to say, oh, I'll do it three times, it's not a habit and it's it just kind of it gets put off. But one of the tricks that I can share with you guys that I do sometimes is so I, I basically say I love myself too much to not exercise, to not get outside. I love myself too much to not feed myself nutrient-dense foods. I love myself. And then I, what I do after that is that next step is I correlate that with how much money is coming in. And I know it sounds like 
kind of strange to be like correlating working out and eating well to making money. But the better I take care of myself, it means I can serve at a higher level, which means I can help more people, which means I'm going to easily become a magnet and magnetize people who want to work with me. And so this is literally like Mindy's wheelhouse. So I'm going to put you on the spot because I know you're freaking amazing. And I'm just going to throw out like, because I wrote this down as you were talking, I threw like this came through, which is can we create a recipe for basic success? Like, because you were talking about like water and sleep and food. Like, okay, so let's give people a really easy punch list for like checking the box just to get started. And I also will be the devil's advocate here because I know there are people who are like, but Emily and Mindy, you don't know me. You don't know my life. I have a really busy this and I have a blah, blah, that. And you don't understand how hard it is for me. So I'm just going to say, look, I do. I get it. And I see you. And also we can shift that story in an instant. So just like take off that story for a minute and just be open to whatever Mindy has to say, whatever comes through, because you're here for a reason. You're listening to this podcast for a reason at this time. And it may be, it may be not the day that it came out. It might be three weeks or years later, but you are hearing it at the exact time you need these insights. So I would say just be open to hearing whatever it is that she's sharing with you with an open heart. Maybe it's the 10th millionth time you've heard it, but just like you need to hear just that one more time for it to sink in. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. So let's just give people like a recipe. Like what's a simple recipe for a day of success? So thoughts immediately. There's, they set our GPS, right? For the day. Like we do go on autopilot. We are creatures of habit. Our habits don't have to control us. However, we, we tend to let them. And so I want you all to know how powerful you are, that the habits that you currently have are controlling you, which means you can create new ones. Mm -hmm. Like you created those. And so if they're not serving you, you get to shift in that power right now. I love setting up micro habits to support the macro habit. So the first thing when I wake up in the morning and, and if we pile all these on top of each other, we can feel overwhelmed. So let's do what I call move the needle. So if the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is grab your cell phone, how about tomorrow you decide not to? How about tomorrow when you go to bed tonight, the cell phone is across the room. It's somewhere else. So it's not an immediate reaction to go and grab for it because your cell phone is everyone else's agenda for you, right? It's not yours. It's not putting yourself in the best in the best, best frame of mind. And so honestly, sometimes before my eyes are even open, I'm just grateful. You know, I mean, it, it just, you know, I mean, this is us. This is, this is exactly the core of you. Gratitude creates everything, right? I mean, the, the more grateful we are, the more it attracts all all that gratitude and people feel that and it grows in us. And so just being really thankful for opening my eyes for the bed I'm in, for the, you know, maybe person next to me, if there's someone next to you, right? Um, just the basics, like being grateful for the basics. So trying that on every day, like, how does that feel? How does it feel to focus on what's good, mm -hmm. you know, instead of email, social media, whatever else is, is going on? Uh, I start my day with a giant glass of warm 
lemon water. Me too. A little Himalaya salt in there for a little trace nutrients. Your digestion is part of your brain function too. And hydration, I, I should say, if whoever's listening hears nothing else from us this entire time, drink freaking water and you're, you're going to want to, I'm going to tell you why, but just trust me on this. Like there's no, you can't do anything better for yourself. If you're going to say no to everything else, then drink water. Your body is 70 to 80% water. It can't create more water and your brain. Think of that dry sponge that sits on the side of the sink when it's got no water. That's your brain. When you haven't hydrated how are you going to attract a soulmate client, create income, create content that shows your heart to serve? Nothing. You can do none of that if you don't have the brain power to do it. And hydration is the key to that, like hydrating your body. And so starting the day hydrated with a big glass of warm lemon water is amazing for your digestion to clear out toxins. Like we need that system to be moving for us, right? I, I mean, th- those are just basics, right? We yeah. want to flush flush out the toxins and flush through the system. And so yeah. gratitude, moving the needle on gratitude. Hydration, moving the needle on hydration. And, and setting up those micro habits to support the macro. So if you've never, if you're just not a water drinker, what little things can you do to help yourself be a water drinker? Can you get a fun you know, like I have a, I have really fun water bottles and mugs. It's not a problem for me. I'll drink water out of anything. You know, I'm a hydrator. Like I'm a water drinker, but. Okay. I'm going to pause you right there. I am. You just identified. So you said if you're not a water drinker, because a lot of people say that, I'm, oh, I, I don't drink water. I can't. You're making an identity. You're creating a whole identity around that. And what Mindy just says, I am. I'll drink water out of anything. And I'm the same way. Like, I don't, we don't have anything else other than like maybe all the milk in the house. But like, we love water. We drink a ton of water. But think of like, what if for every cup of water you drank was another $1,000 you made that month? Oh, I just got chills, Emily. What a great way to put it. They'll be guzzling water like there's no tomorrow. How bad do you want it? How bad? Like, do you need money? I'm broke as a joke. Well, well, guess what? Usually water is free out of your tap or you can get it, I guess, you know, from other sources. But reasonably, right? It's reasonable. Water is reasonable for most of us in the, you know, most of us, we can find clean water source. And so start taking advantage of it. And if you're saying, oh, I I don't like water. uh, Number one, get over it. Number two, uh, because it's okay. Let's just, it's stopping you from making money. How about that? How about you could make more money if you drank more water? And it really, ultimately, I mean, the math is there, right? Because of of what it does for you. So add some cucumber or some lime or some ginger or mint. I mean, throw something fun like that in there, a couple strawberries, if you, you know, need it to be more than just water. But you're in the habit of saying, I don't drink water, and you're in the habit of not drinking water. And so really deciding that you can and you you get to to create growth to create impact to create more productivity in your brain i mean it it's all for the good there's no there's no negative now the one negative that people might come up with is well, I have to go to the bathroom all the time. Like people always say this to me, but when I drink that much water, I have to go to the bathroom. Yay, because your body needs movement and now you're getting up and moving your body. You don't need to be sitting at your laptop so long anyway, right? 
So you, when you, when you need to get up and move, your body's telling you, you need to move, go yep. to the bathroom, dance around a little bit, do a little stretch, take that break. And that is another form of detoxification. When you are going to the bathroom, your body's doing what it's supposed to be doing and it's not causing further problems and harm. Um, I will also have like a little sidebar here because I have a couple friends who don't like water, but they use those little like electrolyte packets. I want you to use those with caution because each of those little packets usually has about seven grams of sugar or more in it. So please, for the love of God, don't turn your water into sugar water and think it's water. <laughs> Thank you. As well as, you know, I mean, tea, tea is very hydrating, like herbal tea as well. If you're loading it up with cream and sugar and things like that, you know, you're missing it as well, you know? And so really coffee is not hydration people. I mean, I know we all want to think that, but it's not, it's not hydration. No. So water. Drink it cold. Drink it warm. See how you, you know, figure out how you like it. Doctor it up with natural, <laughs> natural sweetness and see. But yeah, absolutely. Anytime you're adding, you know, packets or something like that to it, be real, be real mindful of, of what's in there and move mm. the needle. If that's the only way you drink water right now, could you do one and then a regular water? And then, I mean, Give yourself grace on this. You don't, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And that's the beauty. You just keep moving that needle. Yeah. So we've woken up with gratitude. We we're drinking water and we're setting up, maybe we're setting a reminder on our phone, mm. right? Or on our laptop, drink your water, move your body. You know what I mean? Like be grateful. Just like little reminders that pop up like that, something on the bathroom mirror, anything like that. And if you do affirmations already, creating, you know, claiming the identity of, mm. of being that woman who's hydrated. Yes. Hydrated women make more money, right? Hydrated that's women. That's a great, that's a great mantra. Hydrated women make more money. <laughs> See, I can connect anything, right? I can connect everything to making more money. If that, if walking every day, getting out of nature, working out and like taking good care of myself helps me make more money, I'm going to be like, all right, so let's do this. Let's and it do does. This. That's the yeah. next step. That's the next way to create more energy and to move that needle is move your ass, like move it, dance, play with your kids, whatever, where, start where you are and move the needle. I'm not saying go out and run a marathon tomorrow or go to the gym for five hours, do a cardio workout for an hour. No, because that's not sustainable for you if you're not moving your body at all right now. Walk start moving, walking around the house, get out anytime you can get outside. So I'm in Southeastern Wisconsin and it's about four degrees today. <laughs> it is cold. <laughs> the sun is out, but it's cold. So I may or may not be able to walk outside. If the wind is blowing at 20 miles an hour, yeah. it's not going to happen, <laughs> but I'm going to move and I'm going to like be so grateful that the sun is actually shining. You know, yesterday was so funny. I it was, I actually had a sort of shortened work day because it's school vacation week and my son was home. My baby was at daycare, but my son was home, the older son. And um, I was like, he was being good so I could work a little bit. And I was like, all right, we're going to go outside because I need to move my body. I need to get some fresh air before the sun goes down. And it's very cold here as well. And I knew that I had to take a call with my uh, second in command, uh, Kristen. And I was like, all right, well, 
I'm going to call her while I'm outside, like walking around the yard or playing or whatever. And when we got on the phone, she's like, oh, I hope you can hear me. Okay. I just had to get outside to move my body. I was like, I'm literally doing the same thing. So both of us were taking a call. So we're kind of working and we're both outside and we're getting some movement. We're getting some fresh air. And she said something. It was so funny. She's like, because we were talking about a plan for our all team meeting that's coming up on Monday. And I was like, I think about this. I'm thinking about that. And she's like, I love it all. She's like, I don't know if it's just because I'm in the woods that I'm like so happy to hear all these ideas or they're just great ideas. I'm like, I think it's all of the above. We'll take it. Exactly. So you've hit, we're talking about two ways to create energy in ourselves. And one is moving, like moving period. And so we have exercise and that's, that's important. I mean, okay. So the those of you listening that have the identity that I don't, I hate to exercise. Well, exercise is a gift to your body. Like honestly, right. It's a gift yeah. to yourself and, and you create more energy. The more you move, the better you feel your joints are made to move, but getting outside is a whole nother level being grounded. If you can touch that earth with those bare feet, baby, you are connected. Then mm. you are just taking that energy from mother earth and just just filling up on it. Mm. And that creates more energy as well. Just being outside. So even if you could stand outside for a couple minutes and breathe in that fresh air, if it's so truly frigid outside. Yes. And I will say this, um, Mindy does have five ways to double your energy over on her website. So like, this is a kind of the perfect little, <laughs> throw it in there. Um, so it's her website, Mindy Hebner.com. So M-I-N-D-I-H-U-E-B-N-E-R.com. So I'm going to recap. We're going to move your cell phone so we can kind of just start the day without being in reaction mode. We're going to start with gratitude. So being grateful. And I will say somebody yesterday asked me about, you know, how do you stay grateful for what you have, even though it's not exactly what you want and what you want is so far away and it just feels like, you know, like you're never going to get it. And I said, well, that's like the point of gratitude is like, it like reels it in. It's so the universe is like, take, it's like, it's like the waitress of everything and she's taking your order and you're like, okay, I would like to have a million dollars and a ton of clients and so much disposable income that I can invest in other things and projects and nonprofits and help people from third world countries and just like change the world and help a million people. And the universe is like, great, got it. And then you're like, but I hate, I'm never going to do this. I hate what I have going on now. I don't like my job. My fucking house sucks. And like my husband's a jerk and everything. So the universe is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't want to overwhelm you with giving you everything you want in life because you are, your plate's too full. You don't like what you have now. And so it's kind of like pausing everything you want. So my suggestion to this woman and to everyone listening is that being grateful for everything you have now is a direct order for the universe that you can bring on those, those dreams right now. It's like the conveyor belt, like, come on, bring it on. Everything that Mandy said, I'm grateful for my health, the roof over my head, my family, like all the clients who are here and all the clients who are coming, like all those millions of dollars that are like coming my way, I can just feel it in my body and allow yourself to just sit there for a second. All right. So that's gratitude in a nutshell. <laughs> and then um, hydration. So 
Both of us start with a large glass of lemon water in the morning. She puts Himalayan sea salt. I might add that in mine as well because that's fancy and it's good for you. <laughs> um, and then set reminder to drink your water. Like it's not a bad idea that if you're working and you're busy and you kind of get so just dis- like you're so focused that you don't think of it, potentially send a reminder. I think yeah, that's have, a great. Have fun things to drink out of. Like oh, yeah, this, make it fun. You know, make make this new habit like pleasurable because that's what will connect to habit. Mm. So it's fun for me to drink water. It's fun for me to say the mantra, like hydrated women make more money. Right. Yeah. I mean, Put that on a yeah, yeah. Make, make connect those really fun things with your new habit. Yes. Um, and then move your ass, which we Check love. That booty. Yeah. <laughs> dance. Even have a dance party. My, I have two adult, adult daughters now, but we have danced in the kitchen since they were tiny, tiny, and they still will come and grab me and dance around the kitchen. I dance with my godsons, like dance. Yes. You can change your state. If you're, if you're not in gratitude, you start dancing and jamming to a really good groove. You're in gratitude then. And it shifts your state immediately. So if you wake up and you're having like a case of the Mondays and you're like, ho-hum, you put on like, okay, Alexa, play really fun dance music. And she puts it on and you're just like, I can get into that. And literally, I feel like that Alexa was like the best investment for my family's health and well-being. My kids, well, my my four-year-old uses it. My mother-in-law was like, you're very brave to get one of those that he can just control my well, that's kind of the idea is like he can put on music and he's learning about moving and dancing. And like this morning I had to like carry him and like have a dance party while like hoisting him up. It's like, I'm getting extra exercise. There you go. But yeah, having a kitchen dance party is like everything. It's, it's so good. It's so simple. It's so easy. And I was going to say, what's your go-to? So as soon as you said like Alexa play in my head, like a go-to song that would just get me jamming is this girl is on fire. Oh, so like good. boom, you know, I love that. So my son, if you asked him, he would say, Elton John, I'm still standing. Oh, cool. He look, loves- at you, look at him, little renaissance man. <laughs> okay, so the reason is because the movie, the cartoon movie Sing has a character named Johnny, which is his favorite person, which is also the reason and the catalyst behind why he is now taking piano lessons. He wants to play, I'm still standing like Johnny did on the piano. But he he learned that song and we taught him that Elton John is a legend. And so now he'll say like, Elton John's a legend. It's hilarious. So he always puts that song on. So that gets all of us like, woo! Like, For sure. For sure. That is a jam. Yeah, it's so good. Even like the baby, he like gets into it. <laughs> um, the other song that my husband loves to play is A Sky Full of Stars by Coldplay. Oh, um, that's a really like good dance one too. And it's like positive message. All right. And the last one, well, maybe not last one, but the last one we talked about was get outside to connect with nature. And I feel like for some reason, we have become this sedentary group of people who stay indoors all the time. Like I legitimately, I just came back from Florida and I, before I left, I was like, oh, it's going to be hot there, mom. And she's like, it's not hot here. I'm like, it's going to be 80 degrees. I'm in 10 degrees. Like, it's going to be hot for us. And my husband and I are both like, what is she nuts? Like, she must just not go outside. Like, she probably goes like air conditioning car, air conditioning house. 
And that's exactly what it was. Cause one day we took her to the park and she was sweating. She was, she was, like, she was like, man, it's hot. <laughs> she was wearing long pants. And then both me and my husband were like, oh, it's not hot, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, please, everyone, like get outside in nature, even if you're not in the most like serene environment, because like, obviously, like I live on a backyard farm, like I got trees and chickens and ducks and like, I have nature right here. But if you live in a city where it's a little bit harder, even still being outdoors under the sky, whether it's night or day, it's so beneficial for you. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. And one that we didn't talk about, and I just want to sneak in. Yes. Because so much energy is stolen or created in what we consume nutritiously. Mm -hmm. So I do not subscribe to food is good or bad because women tend to then associate themselves being good or bad with what they're putting in their mouth. So brownies are not bad and salad is not good. Food is food. I mean, aside from sugar, I, there, there should be like, you don't have to eliminate a food group and I'm not even telling you to eliminate sugar. However, it's not your friend and you can Google that if you want to, but <laughs> nutrients brownies either give you energy or they take it away. Same with salad. So food is high nutrient or low nutrient. It gives you energy. It takes it away. We're all created differently. So while you may be able to eat more pasta than me because it doesn't do to you what it does to me, experiment with your body and know that every time you're putting something in your mouth, you're deciding I'm giving my body energy or I'm taking it away. And how do I feel after I eat this? Like where is my energy level? Oh, you know what I thought of yesterday? Maybe this is for you. This like idea like popped in my head yesterday was for people who are new to food and understanding how food affects them and their body and their thoughts is like a piece of paper on the left is like a zero and on the right is a 10. And basically eating something and going on the sliding scale, like how did you feel you know, before you ate it, how did you feel after like immediately? And then how about like a couple hours after that? And then maybe like, right? Okay. So that's for you. Okay, cool. I was like, why did I just think of that? I don't, I don't know why that thought came in my mind. That's an emotions and eats journal, right? Okay. Like how do you, your feelings and your food, because we do, we will, you know, oh, I'm sad. I'm going to eat chocolate because I get that burst of endorphins or, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go rummage through the cabinet and eat everything that's in there and still not be satisfied right. because food is not what I'm looking for in right. any of those situations. Right. You know? Yeah. And being aware of that, being conscious of it is half the battle, I feel like. It's really huge. And being aware of all of these things, all of these habits, these beliefs that we've, I love asking the question, so when did you decide that? Mm. When did you decide that you have to hustle like this in order to build a business? When did you decide that you're not a water drinker? When did you decide that you didn't want to make more money because you weren't willing to shift? You're so busy fighting for your limitations that you won't fight for your limitlessness. Oh my gosh. Amen. And you know what's so funny? You said it too. So we, I have a childcare provider who's actually at my house right now and she's on this like quote, new diet. And like, she's texting me like, where do you get grass fed meat? I'm like, I get it at the supermarket. Like every supermarket, like everyone has it. And, you know, she's just, she's starting to like, just eat clean for the first time in her life. And this morning I saw what she put in the fridge, like salad and some salad dress. And I was like, so how's the, 
diet going. And like, I hate using the word because I'm with you. Like, I don't subscribe to any particular diet. And she's like, it's actually going really well. She goes, you know what's so crazy? You are so right. As soon as I cut out all the soda and the extra sugar, she goes, I swear my inflammation and my pain went away like that day. And I'm like, Oh, good. I'm so happy to hear that. She's like, I feel so much more energized. Like, she goes, I'm eating foods I've never, she goes, you know what? I love butternut squash. I never knew that. I was like, dude, butternut squash is so good. (laughs) And, And like, that's the thing is like, even as stupid as it sounds, you can, it's not stupid. I shouldn't say that. But we make associations based on memories, based on how someone treated us around food, around what we did or didn't like as a kid, how our parents, like I had a friend who hated vegetables because her mom gave her canned green beans and peas. Like, of course I would hate that too. Vegetables then too. Yeah, exactly. Freaking terrible. But like, as an adult, can you make new memories? And as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, it's literally your job to do different things and do things that expand outside of your box and out of your comfort zone all the time. So why would it not show up in your food that you're eating? Like, what if you did explore that? What if you tried that? How would that feel if you went outside your own comfort zone? Could it cause a breakthrough in your health? And could it cause a breakthrough in your business? Because I I really feel like, like I have a next door neighbor. She's 77 and I love her to pieces. She's like our kid's surrogate grandmother and like one of our best friends. And she legitimately, we, we've had her try new foods that even her her relative, like her closest kids and grandkids could not have. Like, how did you get her to eat that? And like, we've bribed her. I'm like, I'm not proud. I'm not ashamed. Like we have totally bribed her to like try things. I'm like, I will give you chocolate if you just take a bite of this fish. Like, <laughs> just take it. But she has every single food that she does not like associated with a horrific memory of her childhood. And I'm like, I asked her, I'm like, how many more years are you going to let that memory from your childhood that was 70 years ago torment you into the rest of your life? Like, are you really going to let that torment you and torture you for like continuously? So I guess I brought that up because I'm, I feel like we all do that on some level, whether it's with our business or with our foods that we're eating or avoiding. Exactly. And so if we're doing it with food, we're guaranteed that we're doing it in, in, in our whole life. We're making those associations. We have those associations and we're, we're content to actually keep them, hmm. not realizing what they're keeping us from. They're not, they served us, like you said, they, your friend who hated vegetables because all she got was canned green beans. Okay, hating those vegetables was serving her, right? There, there's not even any nutrients in that, right? Is it, does it, it's mushy, it's like, right, there's no, there's no joy in eating canned green beans, right? Or for, at least not for most people. But if we're, those things are keeping us, so they're no longer serving us. So anything that we do, any thought that we think, all that kind of stuff, when it's ingrained, when it's a habit, it's it felt like it served us at some point. Our brain is made that way. All the habits that it kicks in, it doesn't know the difference between a habit that serves us and a habit that doesn't. It doesn't. That's why it triggers you the urge to smoke. It it just knows habits are for your survival. So anytime we have something like that and we're that powerful, again, I I just I want your listeners to know how powerful they are that they they're. They can create new. They can create different from what they've created already. Mm. And, and just seeing, does this serve me or not? Okay, m- moving on to what does serve me. Because it, it served me in the past. It doesn't serve me anymore. And just honoring that and letting it go. You know, mm. like this just isn't, this is, this is keeping me from all that I, all that I am, all that I'm made to be. 
Yeah. And I mean, as far as, you know, food intake goes as well. So I actually just went to a kinesiologist yesterday and he did all these different tests on me because like, I'm at the point, I'm going to be fully transparent with you guys. Like I, I feel like I have pretty great health. Like I don't have any major complaints. I legit went to him for optimization because I'm like, you know what? I'm like a seven or an eight, like let's go there. Let's go to the 10. Let's see what else is possible. And if I'm humming at a 10 every day, like think about what a great wife, mother, business owner I am. Like I'm killing it. Like best day ever every day. And so like, I mean, my husband has chronic Lyme, so he's dealing with like issues, like some pain and some fatigue and brain stuff. And so I'm just going for optimization. And he tests my body's response to different things, chemicals, foods, all sorts of different organs. He literally tested me top to bottom. And one of the things that I thought was hilarious, he's like, oh, that's kind of hot. You're testing for some sort of chemical. Okay. And he's like, it's either chlorine or this. And I was like, oh, haha, funny you should say it. I just got back from Florida a couple of days ago. And I was in a bit in a swimming suit, like in a, in a swimming pool. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's why it's coming up. It's like, holy crap, things that you don't, like, I never told him that. We never discussed it. It just showed up because my body tested. This is how sensitive these tests are. Whereas a blood test can only show so much, your body is the most amazing instrument. And what he said to me was, you know, these tests that I'm doing, the kinesiology is about 80 to 90% accurate, but your body is always 100% accurate. So so if you have a feeling or a, no, a knowing that it's like something has to change, we can test it and see like how that performs. Because I said, I wonder if I need to do a candida cleanse again because I'm feeling a little bloated. And so he's like, all right, let's test you against the candida. And he's like, it's not a priority right now. He's like, if you want to do it, you can, but it's not a priority. I'm like, okie dokie. Like, that's the coolest freaking thing. I don't know. I just think it's so cool. But one of the things he tested me was like, what kind of diet should you have? And I have been vegetarian on and off. And he tested my body likes a Mediterranean style diet, which is high in fats. I'm like, I that's what I eat. That's what I, like. My body has been doing it for so long. It's just what I want. That's what I crave. I need high fats. I need vegetables. I need meat. Like I, I know you you say all the time, like, listen to what your body's asking for in food. Like, like truly what sort of nutrients is it craving? And that's the truth because your body will tell you where it's depleted, where you're and and you know, spoiler alert, your body is actually never craving super low nutrient food. Like it's not asking you to eat a bag of chips, a large pizza and drink a two liter soda. It's never asking you for that. So, so please don't like delude yourself into thinking that can you eat chips and have a soda and eat pizza? Yes, you can. How do you feel afterwards? How is your energy level? Because it's all about that harmony, right? I mean, it's, you, you do want to enjoy your food and like for me personally, I really like pizza. So I'm always moving the needle on it. How can I make it pizza that serves my body that I don't, you know, feel bloated afterwards that I don't get any kind of, you know, my stomach doesn't get upset or whatever. So I'm always moving the needle on it to find that, you know, I do the same thing with a brownie. I'm always making brownies with sweet potatoes and avocados and whatever, you know, like, how can I, how can I have what I want and get what I need? because we get to have it all, right? We just have to look at it. What is all? What do we, where do I want my energy to be? Where do I want my business to grow to? 
and we can listen to our bodies. If you're not going to a kinesiologist like Emily, you can listen to your body. <laughs> it will tell you, it will tell you all the time what you need, but we are so good at shutting it off. Yeah. And I know too, for, um, for me, when I do, um, one-on-one sessions or coaching, or even if I'm batching like podcasts, it uses a lot of energy. And what I notice is I, so I have this like, I don't know, 24 ounce jug that I always have. I usually have three of them with me. Okay. I'll have three of them on my desk. I have a protein shake ready to roll in between. And then when I'm done, even if it's only a couple of hours, I am so hungry because I've exhausted so much energy. It was like the output is so enormous that I'm like insatiable. And so for me, it's so great to have prepared things in the fridge that I can just like cram in my mouth because like sometimes those days, even if I had, you know, a big lunch afterwards, I'm still starving. There's like, there's still something in me that's like, I don't know why I just, I'm insatiable. So it's like, if you're serving, you know, when you're, when you're serving in all those capacities, you're using brain power, right? You're using heart power and your body, like everything is going outward. And so needing to refill it all, refill it with water, refill it with high nutrients, refill it with movement. Like when you've, when you've, given in yourself that way and having a plan. Like you said, you're going to go into the refrigerator and grab something, have what's in the refrigerator be the things that you want to grab. I mean, that's the easiest way to solve that problem of, oh, I don't know what to have. Well, have the things in there that are going to give you energy instead of take it away. Yeah. And I'm I'm not much of like a food prepper. Like I know a lot of people like to prep their foods on Sundays and like have everything ready to roll. I don't really care for that because I personally feel like I want to have nutrient dense food. And the longer that it's been cooked and sitting there, it first of all doesn't taste very good, but also the nutrients have been depleted every single hour that it's sitting there in my fridge. So I I don't do that. Um, there are parts that I think that I could implement to make my life a little bit easier, but we we typically just like my husband and I do like sweets. And so it's like, how many sweets are we gonna have in the house? Like and like Christmas time, you know, it's constant. And like I was giving away stuff, like just get it out of my house. I don't want to eat it. And that's the thing is like we love pizza too. So we actually just found yesterday at Costco, we found the the Beyond Meat, like the non-meat. Yeah, yeah. They make a cauliflower crust pizza with Beyond sausage on it. And I'm like, I'm dying to try it. And yesterday I was like, do you want to make the pizzas? My husband's like, I can't do that. It's too heavy tonight. Like, let's do it another day. I'm like, you're right. Like, let's just like, right? That's okay. It's fine. <laughs> so I love that you, that, you know, the moving the needle that way. And okay, people who love pizza and they love that, you know, whatever, the Chicago style deep dish, they're, they're not ready to move the needle on their pizza that way. Have one or two pieces of pizza and a big giant salad and not with dressing that's full of sugar and have some veggies, either raw or steamed, like just balance that shit out. You know what I mean? So that your energy doesn't go down into the toilet. Like you get to enjoy that greasy pizza, yeah. but, but make a magic plate with it so that your blood sugar doesn't do this. I mean, we don't, you know, we put ourselves into these crashes and then have to bring ourselves back up and we don't, we're not even... We're so used to it. We think this is how we have to feel all the time. I have to have a candy bar and a Coke at three o'clock because I did, you know, a heavy carved out with this and that for lunch and I didn't have any balance. So, you know, I mean, we just do this constant 
-hmm. again, habit. And we think this is how it has to be. And we, oh, this is, this is, this is how it is kind of a thing. It doesn't have to be. And I'm, I'm glad you talked about the hormonal roller coaster as well, because especially as women, we have our, our 28 day cycles that can change the way we show up with our work and how much we can give. But also in a daily 24 hour period, those cycles, if we are, crashing a lot, it is affecting our physiology. Like everything in our body is being, is reacting to it too. And so if you're doing it day in and day out, and I know, like I mentioned, I have a protein shake because sometimes I don't have my lunch until like two o'clock or three o'clock. So like, that's a very long stretch between like 7.30 in the morning. And that's a very low, low dip. And so if I'm not eating, like I'll bring like an apple, peanut butter and a protein shake with me. And that's still not enough food. Like it's just not enough food. And like my friend, um, who was it? Oh, Maggie Luther. Maggie Luther was on the podcast and we were talking about like not eating enough. And I was like, I'm so guilty of not eating enough in the middle of the day if I'm working because I I have like so many hours of childcare and I want to get it all in and I run down to pee and I run back up to work and I'm like, okay, let's do it. But it's not good for me. Emily, this is a story that you're telling yourself. This is a limiting belief. Come on now. Come on. Have some more snacks. Have some more snacks. I know. I need to just fill my drawers with like yes. food. Yeah. You know, and like you said, apples and peanut butter, apple, um, apple butter, like cucumbers and hummus, you know, anything to, to really get you in that direction. A handful of almonds, you yes. know, making, I love to make like homemade granola and stuff that's not loaded with sugar so that I, I know what it is and, and, um, just try out different things like that and finding the things that do really satiate me for when I know I'm going to have that stretch of time, you know, so that my brain, cause man, that brain fuel and it's brain fuel, it's brain fuel and fat. Our brain is fat. And so it needs the fats. Like you were talking about Mediterranean diet. Like it needs, your brain needs carbs. Your brain needs fat. Your brain needs, um, hydration. So carbs are, carbs are not the devil either friends. Like your brain needs carbs to function. And so does your body. It's what kind of carbs are you choosing? Hmm. It's just really looking at it because vegetables are carbs and fruit are carbs. So, you know, we need those things. We need the nutrients in those things. And so where can I snack better to keep that, to keep my focus so that I don't get brain fog. I don't get decision fatigue, all those things while I am, you know, working in my allotted time with my childcare. So I'm going to recap for everybody, which is gratitude. Number one, number two, hydration. Number three, that reminder to do your water stuff. Number four was move your ass. Number five was get outside and connect with nature. And number six is consume nutrition. And I love Mindy's framework around that. Like there's not good or bad. Like my mom was the same exact. She Well, not the same. She was the opposite. She was like, oh, I've been so bad. I was eating this. I'm like, why does that make you bad? Like brownies are freaking delicious. Like it is good to have a brownie. It is so good. <laughs> like I that's I mean I'm motivated by brownies. Like I will eat all of this food if I know there's a brownie at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are telling, I'm, like, I'm revealing a lot to you. It's like how I motivate. I'm motivated by helping people and brownies. <laughs> that sounds like balance to me. That sounds like some sweet harmony. <laughs> um, so you guys, again, 
MindyHebner.com. You can get her five ways to double your energy. I would love to hear from you guys if you implemented one or all of these tips, strategies. Oh, and P.S. All of the little quick little tips we just talked about, like food snacks, handful of almonds, uh, yeah, what if, uh, yeah, hummus, veggies, like yeah. raw veggies, fruit. You know, you can't go wrong with something that doesn't have a label, friends. So you're you're not sure should I eat this? If it's whole food, it's good for you. Like it's high nutrient if it's a whole food, right? If, if it came from nature, it's it's a good bet. Yes. And you're going to see how much, if you are implementing one or all of these things, how much your brain energy is going to shift in a positive direction. Most likely, like my childcare provider said, like her pain has disappeared and she's feeling better. So it's like, it's such a tremendous shift and it's not really, I mean, I'm going to sound so cliche. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle, but it really is. It's like, how much do you want to make more money? How much do you want to help people? Yeah. Do you want to be on a diet for making money? No, you want, you want a lifestyle because the diet says I'm going on and off. A diet's yeah. like a train, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, do, or do you want a life of making more money? Do you want a life of you know, having enough energy, not a diet. And um, I think I've told you guys on other episodes, but one of the ways that I shift my energy, like Mindy, talk about moving your ass. Like I, if I feel I'm in a funk, I will have a glass of water and I will go outside and just like shake it off and clear my mind and do like a quick little refresh gratitude meditation. By the time I come back, there's people who are reaching out to me with like, oh, do you have any spots for coaching? Like, well, as a matter of fact, I do. Thank you for reaching out and asking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody heard it. That's how you that's how you create that. Because we didn't say that at all. Meditation is the shit. Like if you're not meditating, you're missing out. Yeah. One minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, however long, like making that space to yeah. meditate. Yeah. So lucky number seven, which I love the number seven. It's my favorite number. So there's seven tips for you guys. So if you've implemented one or all, please tag us on Instagram. Let us know you listen. Let us know it made an impact on you. Let us know some results. Like, like let's hear it because when you can start to make these little shifts, these tiny little changes, it starts to kind of grow and breed. Like it's wild how all of a sudden you do a couple of things and you like kind of get the itch to do more. And then all of a sudden you're like asking your friends, like, do you want to go on a walk? And, you know, you start a 5K. Next thing you know, you're like, life has changed and you're making a ton of money. Like everything is lovely. And, and you're showing everyone around you how important it is to to choose you first in order to show up the best for them, right? Your mom, yep. the boys see you then, you know, hydrating and eating high nutrient food. And that's what we do. Oh, yeah. this is how, this is how we live like yes. this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And being selfish and taking good care of yourself is the best thing you can possibly do for them as well. Amen. So I, I am positive that you guys got some great value out of this episode. Mindy, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you sharing your wisdom and your energy. And um, we'll have this podcast episode over on YouTube as well. So if you want to check us out, <laughs> the little hair flip for y'all. Yeah. I'm glad I did my hair. <laughs> it looks great, by the way. Well, thank you. 
Um, we'll be on YouTube as well. We're repurposing the podcast in multiple places because not everybody, you know, jams on podcasts. Sometimes they're more like video people. So we're, you know, helping helping the people wherever they are. So if you haven't already subscribed to the Align Unstoppable podcast, please go ahead and do it now. You'll get to see us all the time get all this value all the time. And of course, leaving a review makes me the happiest person in the whole wide world. I literally read every single one of them. I have been reading them on the intros to most of my podcast episodes. So most likely when you leave a review, you'll also get a shout out on a future episode. So truth, because she shouted me out, you guys. And I was like, Emily said my name. (laughs) (laughs) See, that could be you. That could be you. So that would be awesome. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for being here and tuning in, listening all the way through. And if this made a difference to you, share it with a friend. You think that it could help benefit as well. Mindy, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Hey there, it's me again. Hoping you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, feel free to leave a comment, a review, share with friends, or post your story about how much you enjoyed this episode. Talk to you next week!